The Dream of Little Tuck Ah, yes, that was Little Tuck. In reality, his name was not Tuck, but that was what he called himself before he could speak plain. He meant it for Charles, and it is all well enough if one does but know it. He had now to take care of his little sister Augusta, who was much younger than himself, and he was, besides, to learn his lesson at the same time. But these two things would not do together at all. There sat the poor little fellow, with his sister on his lap, and he sang to her all the songs he knew, and he glanced the while from time to time into the geography book that lay open before him. By the next morning he was to have learnt all the towns in Zealand by heart, and to know about them all that is possible to be known. His mother now came home, for she had been out, and took little Augusta on her arm. Tuck ran quickly to the window, and read so eagerly that he pretty nearly read his eyes out, for it got darker and darker, but his mother had no money to buy a candle. "'There goes the old washerwoman over the way,' said his mother, as she looked out of the window. "'The poor woman can hardly drag herself along, and she must now drag the pail home from the fountain.' Be a good boy, Tucky, and run across and help the old woman, won't you? So Tuck ran over quickly and helped her, but when he came back again into the room, it was quite dark, and as to a light, there was no thought of such a thing. He was now to go to bed. That was an old turn-up bedstead. In it he lay and thought about his geography lesson, and of Zealand, and of all that his master had told him. He ought, to be sure, to have read over his lesson again, but that, you know, he could not do. He therefore put his geography book under his pillow, because he had heard that was a very good thing to do when one wants to learn one's lesson. But one cannot, however, rely upon it entirely. Well, there he lay, and thought, and thought, and all at once it was just as if someone kissed his eyes and mouth. He slept, and yet he did not sleep. It was as though the old washerwoman gazed on him with her mild eyes and said, It were a great sin if you were not to know your lesson tomorrow morning. You have aided me. I, therefore, will now help you, and the loving God will do so at all times. And all of a sudden, the book under Tuck's pillow began scraping and scratching. Kikeriki, cluck, cluck, cluck. That was an old hen. That was an old hen who came creeping along, and she was from Kioj. I'm a Kiodger hen, said she, and then she related how many inhabitants there were there, and about the battle that had taken place, and which, after all, was hardly worth talking about. 